Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 110-101 loss to the LA Lakers right here, but again, losses this time of year, they really mean wins, so <laughs> the tank is on, you saw it in the thumbnail, people were debating, seeing what was happening in the last game, I'll hide the balloons for now, because I think people are going to be a little bit somber, but, because uh, <laughs> this was a tough watch, but people were questioning after the, the great game winner by uh, Gary Trent Jr., the, the massive win against the Golden State Warriors, should we not tank? Should we put the kazoos away for for forever, right? Hide them. Be, be carried by Malachi Flynn and the boys. But unfortunately, the Raptors, even against a depleted Lakers roster, this was a 10-point, 9-point game. This was a lot worse than the score indicates, Riker. And I see you have it on as well. <laughs> We're rocking our OG sweaters. I got to put it on after my commentary here. But we might as well start off right away with OG, his his mind, his spirit, his body was not in basketball this evening. It was in WWE wrestling. He was practicing the suplex. I don't, I don't, I watch MMA. I don't watch WWE, but there was some sort of crazy wrestling move without a doubt. It was, it was intentional. Ben, are we both in agreement that he clearly wanted to just pick up and drop Dennis Schroeder? We can not sing. Yeah. We can start it off with the OGs play of the day. Cause it's OG. He's out here doing wild things. The, the laser eyes are going. But Riker, I completely agree with you. As you throw on that hoodie, right? We're both we're both going to be matching with the OG's shirts. But Riker, I think he fell down. Dennis Schroeder took him out, right? He's on the ground and he's grabbing on to something, right? He's grabbing on to something just to sort of stay afloat. And Schroeder was grabbing on to him. And then you're flexing that shirt, and OG is always flexing because he's the biggest guy on the court in terms of muscle mass every time he steps out there. And then he just had Dennis Schroeder's leg in his hand, and he just flung him to the wayside. He just said, Dennis Schroeder, you hard fouled me. You're holding on to me right now. I don't know if it necessarily he tried to body slam him or anything like that, but he was just like, yeah, I'm letting you go. I don't really care about you at this point. And he got a. He had though. his arm under the leg, yep. Ben. I don't think he was just letting him go. I think he knew he was lifting him up and dropping him. But the thing is, it seemed very tame because Schroeder was kind of holding OG to make sure he didn't fall like you would do when you clamp somebody on the fast break. OG also did seem to go to pick him up. It's just Harold came in and bodied his way in and it turned into mayhem and Gary mm -hmm. Trent Jr. was like that's my only friend on this team and he got involved and then there was just ejections going everywhere and the sad part about this all is that not that there was a fight not that it was probably an overreaction by the referees not being a referee apologist this time Ben not that it was probably an overreaction referee apologist. but that Drummond didn't play Anthony Davis has been out now Harold Harold got out Casal, I, I, I didn't, I should have pulled up the season averages. I think he's been averaging like two and two and he's being played out of the roster and the Raptors still struggled to get anything done on the inside. The box scores are deceiving in this one. Pascal Siakam looked like he played all right, but he was dreadful until the fourth quarter. And a lot of that was just him picking up fouls and finally just charging his way into the lane. Then rough game, rough loss. Yeah. And Jay Baguito, uh, probably messed up that last name, is asking where he can get the OG sweaters. And Riker, they're coming. We've been teasing the merch. We've been teasing all that stuff. You got something to say? 
I, let's cook it this weekend. Let's get, let's figure it out because I think it's finally time to start bringing these to market, Ben. When, if by this weekend you mean after my 4AI assignments and two essays are done, then surely this weekend we will get <laughs> oh, that geez. cooking. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's an exciting time for Toronto Raptors fans. Being the tank, we're getting people into the chat now. Things are starting to starting to rock out. But Riker, we can talk a little bit about this game. And I thought one positive was Chris Boucher throughout most of it. 19 points, 8 rebounds. We're going to start on the positive side. Malachi Flynn, once again in garbage time, really balled out. He's helping my fantasy team out with a couple threes down the stretch of this. But, uh, but Riker... <laughs> Is that the the list of positives in this one tonight? Again, you read the box score, it's terribly deceiving because mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam looked like he played all right. Chris Boucher looked like he played all right. Malachi Flynn, you said it. He played 33 minutes, but he only started getting a couple of baskets in the final stretch of garbage time when Costa Santacumpo was out there on the court. You know, when the worst players of an already depleted Lakers team were out there, that's when the Raptors kind of came back. Now, credit to them. This was an historic loss because they were down by 34 points before the half. That's the the biggest margin of defeat or the biggest margin of point differential for the Raptors in history. So this was... All, it was a historic Get the balloons! Loss. Get the balloons! Get the kazoos! We're going crazy! History was made tonight, Ben, and whether it was positive or negative, we can at least feel that... We can feel good that we were part of history tonight. So I'm going to let that be the my one silver lining from this all. Riker, we got the kazoos. We got the balloons. We got all this played out. We see people in the chat. They're starting to starting to get going a little bit. We got about 100 people in here right now. Obviously not the most exciting of games, but people are saying they're back on the tank wagon. And Riker, I think we can cut short the game talk. So we, we can swing into the segments and maybe have a long stretch of, of game to, to brought up. I guess maybe Gary Trent Jr., 4 or 15, maybe his worst game as a Raptor before Probably, we swing into the yeah. segments. Yeah. When you're coming off an emotional high such as that, it makes sense that you'd come out in a game and maybe be a bit low, especially when the team is lethargic, your best friend on the team gets thrown out in the first four minutes or however long it was into the game. So fair enough. The one thing I do want to say about Gary Trent Jr. though is I really liked how he stood up for OG. I know it's a meme that that bromance is going to be the next thing carrying Raptors fandom for the next eight years, right? But it's cool to see that he's a guy that came in a week and a half ago now, two weeks ago, and he's already the main guy in the middle of the scuffle, protecting OG Ananobias. Schroeder's throwing a tantrum. To be fair, OG did uh, give him a little little flip. Montrez Harrell came out there wiling out, ready to fight someone, and Gary Trent Jr. said, nah, I'm not messing with you. I said in a couple videos ago, you know, he's got that mask tattoo. He's ready to go. He doesn't show those emotions. That's why he's got that mask tattoo there. But... I really like his energy. I like how he's standing up for the team, Riker. I just love Gary Trent Jr., man. Swing to the segments, Ben. Swing it to the segments. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to talk about Aaron Bates? Nine and six? Four or five from the field? Swing it to the segments, <laughs> You don't ben. want to talk Swing about Stanley Johnson's hot two points of one of three shooting from the field. Don't make me repeat it. Swing it to the segment. <laughs> Starter DeAndre Bembry, 12 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, all right. We're swinging into the segments. We're rocking out. 
early. We're breaking out this Tiger's Milk Jungle Spice Roja. That's what I'm always flexing here. I got the, the other brands in my fridge, but I'm showing it here now so people can see it once the segment pops down, right? We're plugging it early. Riker's going to take... You taking a dab of it today? And I got in bed last night at 1.30, and I don't think I fell asleep until 4.30. Now, I'm not saying it's because the hot sauce sent a jolt of energy through my entire system, but it might have been a contributing factor. So, while quantities last, <laughs> get yourself into the all that information below. Yep. Use promo and... code WETHENORTH to get 20% off your order at shoptigersmoke.com. And we're saying, if you get this hot sauce... Firstly, you're going to love it. You're going to be energized. It's going to be delicious. You send us a picture of you eating some of this hot sauce, we'll post you on the gram. We'll post you up here because it's quality stuff. Quality, quality stuff. But Riker, the spicy pea lay of the day. We've already had the OGs. Uh, Utah? Utah had a dunk? That was pretty No, easy. there was only one play that was nice. was Chris Boucher. He blew past Marcus All, And he... Marcus All thought that... He's never been known as a jumper. He's been known as a positional defender. And due to the fact that he has a relatively high IQ, such as his brother Pau Gasol did, he can get himself into the place to get a hand on a shot. But he went, he thought Boucher was going left. Instead, he comes around the basket, almost windmill-esque, and crammed it down. On X-Raptor, Raptor legend, the parade legend, championship parade legend for sure. <laughs> Marcus all didn't he have some wild nicknames like big something he had big, big burrito big burrito the big burrito Marcus all the quality nickname shout out uh shout out what's it called basketball reference for always having the wildest of nicknames but not all I want to say too classic death work plays in there but I want to I want to shout out <laughs> and goat. this is not he is the goat I just want to shout out to country Kong before I get hype he said the broadcast was so confusing they made it sound like they like OG didn't flip the guy <laughs> But listen, we can't bag on D-Man's back too. We can't bag on the commentators because they didn't say that the Raptors were tired this time. Shout out to Maddie and Jack for not saying that they look tired on a back-to-back. -back. But for sure. let's give some chat. Let's give some some. Yeah, we got two. We got two super chats for the people that can't see the chat live. But firstly, Death 4K came in with five bucks saying the tank is back. Let's go, y'all Raptors fans. Uh, follow Gonzaga's lead. And that's what we're doing, the, the Raptors. I still haven't updated the animation. I gotta add in all these, the, the, the wildest of times for the last podcast. The, the chat was amped up, the super chats were amped up. But the tank is back. I'll play the kazoos in honor of Death 4K, because the, the tank is really here, Riker. You got the Walmart Raptors. I got the segment covering it right now, but you got it underneath here. It's coming out full form. <laughs> the Walmart Raptors are back. The tank is back. So shout out Death 4K with that. But D-Man also, not to be one-upped, came in with 10. Saying, my guy, you know something is seriously wrong when Gasol is getting buckets on you. $10 towards another Walmart hat. Make it happen. The Walmart merch, it's all there. Right, we got a lot of fun stuff coming as we've been plugging. But uh, shout out D-Man. Sacrifice the season. I like that hashtag. Fade for Cade. Suck for Suggs. Everyone's back on the tank wagon. Everyone's on the Walmart Raptors merch <laughs> merchandise. You can't help but not have fun with these ones, Ben. You have to enjoy. You have to find the celebratory moments in embarrassing defeats. And it's all karma, right? Mm -hmm. Ebbs, flows. You win some against OKC in historic proportions. You lose some against the LeBron, AD, Drummond, and Harold Liss 
Lakers in historic proportions. There's a natural rhythm to the NBA. You just need to find that happiness, that fun in the middle of it. And that's where we're at. It's we're another step closer to Suggs, to Cade, to Mobley, to all these guys that we still don't know or have any idea about. It's a, it's a wild ride this Raptors season. There's been a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, we just are happy everyone is, is rocking. Everyone is feeling good about the tank. We're all collectively in this together. We're a group. We're a squad. But uh, that's a that's a, a big thing there. And we already brought it up, but the OG's play of the day. We brought up OG Ananobi. Right, we had a long spicy pee right there. But reflex on the shirts. We got to throw it up. I don't know if we have the same amount of ease. We got to adjust the animation to get the ease right. But the yeah, OG's... We, more ease in the animation. Yeah, more ease in the animation. But... The Toronto Raptors, yes, OG flipping Dennis Schroeder's and OGs, but we had a couple more of them here. At the end of the game, Boucher just absolutely took out. I think it was Horton Tucker. He missed a shot down the lane. He just wasn't looking where he's running, and he decked that man. Horton Tucker went flying across the court. Then a couple possessions later, Boucher airballs a corner three. I thought he played a solid game overall tonight, but uh, definitely got some OGs plays of the day tonight. Yep. As far as basketball analysis goes, Ben, we're treading on the light side of things tonight just because there was a lot of just strange events that happened in this one. That was one of them. But it there was a larger issue in that, whoa, new Super Chat to the... I, I don't know if I've ever seen Devin A before, but let me finish my thought. It's that the Raptors tended to flop or they tended to over embellish i think the contact that they were getting in the lane now there's been a huge disparity in free throws typically mm-hmm. every single game this entire season so if this is what it takes to get to the line then so be it but there's been a couple times like that that they're slow getting back so you can't be at that but then what is what's this, what is it saying we got we got to play we got to play the animation we got a full yeah ten dollar super chat from Devin A shout out Devin A he said he's been watching for a minute way to way to grow guys tank in Tampa let's go that's another great quote tank in Tampa another one we'll add to the repertoire because it's it's quality stuff appreciate watching for a minute appreciate the support let's go you know we're all let's we're all about the tank in Tampa we're all about sucking for sugs we're all rocking out and as we're talking. As Devin A comes in, Rocket. We have three Super Chats currently at the top. Pain causing Samurai, another goat in the Super Chats, has come out and said, the win streak against the Lakers is over, but the win streak against the Lakers with LeBron is still going strong. And that's facts. That was one of the saddest things about the game tonight because obviously we're all about the kazoo playing, even when the Raptors won a couple games. But it is, it was a nice thing to have over the LA Lakers, the reigning champions, to have a nice long winning streak that, that spanned across a long stretch of time, especially with LeBron being there for the past couple of years. So it was tough to see that go. But again, we're, we're 4-0 against LeBron since he's moved to LA when he's played. So that's a that's a quality stat right there, Riker. Ben, when was the last time that the, that the Rap... This is a little trivia for you. Last time that the Raptors lost against the Lakers. What year? 2014. Not correct. Who was the first... WNBA player to have their own shoe. Cheryl Swoops. <laughs> Moving right along. As was mentioned. Subtle Scary boat. Gary. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Super chat! Super chat from Scary Gary. Take it away, Riker. 
Trent's our new enforcer after Ibaka, who loved to throw fists. He's punched a couple people in his day. Yeah. Serge Ibaka. At least two, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. in a Toronto Raptors <laughs> uniform. And Trent, Gary Trent Jr., he's looking in place. And it's funny because both Ibaka and Trent Jr. had that friendship, had that bromance with OG. Mm-hmm. So it seems like OG seems to be the guy that people like to defend on this team. I have no issues with it. Again, I thought that this was a little bit of malarkey, that there was two ejections from that scuffle. I mean, come on. There wasn't even a punch thrown. There was nothing. There was a bit of shoving. That's very typical for the NBA. So I thought that that was a bit of an overreaction from the referees. But again, Ben, you look at the bigger picture. Yeah, Fred Van Vliet's out. The grand picture. (laughs) Lowry is out. OG got tossed. You still had Serge Ibaka. You still, mm-hmm. or it's not Serge Ibaka. You still had Pascal Siakam. You still had Trent Jr. I wish you had, we had Serge guys Ibaka. out there. The Lakers didn't. The tank is on. <laughs> <laughs> this this pod is, as Riker mentioned, lighter on the basketball talk. It's high on the memes. It's high on the just embracing the defeat, embracing that struggle. People start stopped embracing it once we won those couple of games, but then. We're back on it, and one guy that's just been embracing the Raptors Digest, embracing it all, embracing the tank. He didn't stop embracing the tank. Death 4K is back at it again. Can I just say how impressed I am with Trent literally getting baskets when he when we need him to? Way better than Norm for that reason alone. And Norman Powell's really good. I don't want to undersell Norman Powell. I'm still sad that we lost Norman Powell. But the return with Trent has been especially with his youth and the upside he's showing and the confidence that he has going out there hitting those shots. And tonight, obviously, was probably one of his worst games as a Toronto Raptor, but he's always confident in taking them. They always look like they're going to go in. He has that sort of 2018 consistency in terms of Fred Van Vliet when he was always ready to come off the bench, even though Trent isn't coming off the bench and ready to go, but just establishing himself as a top guy on the team. Trent is doing that right now on this, this roster, even if he's not necessarily the most talented just yet but i'm really impressed with him he's our enforcer he's our three-point shooter he's our closer he's our record setter record there's not much more we can ask for gary trent jr so far with his raptors start no and race mode daily another person into the comment section can can you still buy a coffee for two dollars i don't think you can especially not starbucks i was just out on a little date on starbucks the other day yesterday just an old friend and i swear (laughs) not not a legend of the podcast no and it makes me uncomfortable because i don't know the specialty sizes and i always ask for medium but i always sound like i'm a troll and i'm saying medium and they're like you know what the right one is and i say i don't anyways it was more than two dollars but ben let me say this about gary trent jr is that he was once but we one for six from three chat, not that's not to diminish the two dollar super chat Crazy no i'm just yeah, agreeing yeah. that you yeah. i don't think you can buy a coffee for two dollars anymore mm-hmm. one for six from three disappointing outing but you look at the overall picture jacob holmes putting you on pause for half a second you look at the overall picture there was from the first quarter to the fourth quarter zero for 17 when's the last time that we saw an nba team miss that many three pointers consecutively what comes to mind ben is the game seven houston, houston rockets. rockets yep with trevor right? he's on the guys 
an injured Chris Paul. They brought that Warriors team to seven. They could have easily defeated them. They probably would have won the championship that year. Anyways, that was what I was reminiscent of. Let's give Jacob Holmes some love for showing us love. We got to give Jacob Holmes all the love. Everyone in the Super Chat, everyone in the chat were giving love, but the Super Chats as well. We got the animation for it, but what are your guys' thoughts on the talks at five of our guys being potential future All-Stars? Let's list them out, Riker. Jacob Holmes is going to have to get back into the comment section to tell us who he thinks those five guys are. Uh, yeah. Who do you think he, who he's talking about? Let's list them. Let's list them. Let's list them. Okay? Because first, Siakam, because he's been an all-star. He can be a potential future all-star. Certainly. Do we agreement? That's one. Mm-hmm. OG Ananobi. I've been, on a, I've been on the bandwagon. I think he's a future all-star. His size, his defensive versatility, he gets that handle a little bit tighter, stops getting thrown out of the first couple seconds of games. Takes he hit a fadeaway in this shot this game as well. That was an exciting shot to see. So OG, you in or out on OG? I'm undecided. You're undecided. Fred Van Vliet, shooter, Finals MVP vote. No. No. Jameer, I don't think Fred will be an All Star. Jameer Nelson got an All Star. Fred Van Vliet's better than Jameer Nelson. You got to think though. What is the All Star game becoming? Highlights. And Fred Van Vliet doesn't have anything in his arsenal that's flashy, that is all-star caliber. He looks like Drake. But here's the thing. You have guys his age, well, not his age, his class, mm-hmm. Trey Young, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, right? Guys that are similar size but can do a lot more creatively or a lot more flashy. Not that they're necessarily as fundamentally sound. And I'm not taking anything away from this guy's game. Yeah. I just think it would be tough especially when you're a low seed. That's that's why I'm undecided about OG as well. Trent Jr. absolutely could be. Yeah, he's got... he's The things you mentioned, right? The flash, the finesse. Trent is smooth. Those numbers catch up. He will be a, a legend in the league. People will love posting his highlights and all that. He's got the, the rep from guys like Damian Lillard and these players. So I think uh, Gary Trent Jr. could be a guy. Malachi Flynn. Yeah, dude, he's got the handles. His He's handles smooth look too. smooth. He's smooth. The jumpers there. Obviously, the talent isn't there yet, but he's a late draft, late first round draft pick. Usually, even though the Raptors take these guys at the end of the draft, and they usually turn out good. Usually, in the first season, they struggle a little bit. They have their struggles. That's why they play in the nine hundred five. They get the G League experience. Malachi hasn't got that, so I think in the future he'll he'll be able to rock it out. Uh, Kyle Lowry, future All Star. <laughs> his days are in the past but that was the five that mm. jacob holmes had said he followed up his comments yep death 4k is back i'm sorry all but fred's put up like the most inefficient 20 ever puts up the like the most inefficient 20 he to word it a little bit more elegantly the 20 points that fred van vliet could put up on a given night is inefficient typically and yes. that is a relatively fair point to say now i will combat or i will give my rebuttal to say fred van vliet has to overcome some incredible defense to get his shot up right the three-point shot if he's taking on average eight to ten per game right the best three-point shooters are only hitting 40 to 44 percent in the nba right that means he's gonna miss five to six per game so yeah You could say five to six misses per game from distance is inefficient, but also if you just look at him shooting 40%, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, that's fair. And for Death 4K, 
Bring in another super chat. We gotta play the animation. Kyle Lowry's getting a lot of work with that cape today. Doing some flying. He was on the bench for this one. But Fred Van Vliet, he's a guy. If Jameer Nelson can make an all-star game, I'm fully confident. Jameer Nelson, Mo Williams. That style of player, Fred Van Vliet falls in line with that. I know it's a different era those guys got in. But Jeff T got in a few years ago. Fred Van Vliet's gonna make one. At some point, the Raptors will be a top seed. Maybe even next year. They'll bounce back. Fred Van Vliet's going to be a top guy, whether Lowry's here or not. He's a, he's a top two option, I feel like, at this point. Our younger guys are still pretty young, so that's a that's a situation there. But, uh, Riker, we've technically been, and it's fitting for the shirts we are currently wearing. We've been in the OG segments. The Super Chats, they have been phenomenal. Love them. Love that they keep coming. But we've been in the OGs for the past... 20 minutes, however long it's been. So, finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damare Carroll Gold Star Award. Did you want to send any out tonight, or have we just accepted that the the negativity or the negative parts of the games are actually positive? So, do we need to switch this to the, the inverse Gold Star Award? We're switching it. That's what my hands are doing. Boom. The inverse gold star is for the entire Toronto Raptors team for effectively losing a game against a team that's on a downwards trajectory in the West. Now, the Lakers, of course, want to stay competitive because they want relatively decent seating. But as our commentators, Maddie, Jack, were saying this evening, you'd hate to be Denver. You'd hate to be the fifth seed, sixth seed, whatever, or other side up first seed, second seed, if the Lakers keep going down in the standings, to have to play them fully healthy in the first round. Woo. So good job for the Raptors. They lost one. We were a little bit afraid that they might start battling back, be 10th seed. There was some arguments we're, last podcast. We're not podcast. worried about battling back. We're worried about the the half measure, the the mild battle back, the 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 sissy fight back, so to speak, where we where we get into the play-in tournament, we don't have good odds for a draft pick, but we also don't have good odds to make even the playoffs at that point. That's a that's that's what we don't like at this point. The we don't want the Raptors to sissy fight back. We want them to either get a four, top four seed by not losing any other games through the rest of this year, or tank, or play the kazoo's and and just ride out into the sunset. But Riker. I agree for that inverse gold star. We might have to adjust the animation, but we've basically been in it the whole podcast, but we may as well sign. Someone said in the comment section of our last video, the final alarm really means nothing, but to you and I, Riker, it means everything. That's right, the final alarm has gone off, so we're fully focused on the chat now at this point in the podcast, not that we weren't really the whole time in this one, as it was a messy game, it was an ugly one, and while we're waiting for the chat to catch up, we're on the road to 20k subscribers, hop in, press the subscribe button if you're not subscribed to the channel, we're gonna play a game of one-on-one if you haven't been hearing that, it's gonna be so good, it's gonna be exciting, Riker. Hopefully we get our game. I see Danny in the chat. He's asking which center would be uh, will we sign this summer. Danny, well, let me tell you, Ben. Yeah. Do you want to know the list of available unrestricted free agent centers in this upcoming 2021 off season? I do. But we got a super chat, so I feel like we got to really dive into this. So I'll, I'll I'll play the animation quickly for the super chat for Death 4K. 
Can someone explain why the front office does not come out and tell fans that we're off the foot pedal of the tank? Death 4K? That's what we're here for. We're here to tell people that they're off the gas pedal. That's what we do. The front office, we don't need insiders. We don't need anyone to say that. We know when the, the, the foot is off the gas, but we appreciate the super chat. But Riker, sound off all those unrestricted free agent centers for Danny. All I want is yes or no's from you. We can come back. We can circle back to go into more conversation. I'm yep. giving you the unrestricteds. Cody Zeller. <laughs> Robin Lopez. <laughs> no. Daniel Tiny Tice. No. <laughs> Nerlens Noel. Noel. No. Raptors Maybe goat Nerlens. Ed Davis. Because he can play defense. Repeat that. Raptors goat Ed Davis. Oh, bring back Eddie D. Bring him home. The la- <laughs> number one on offense and in your heart, but number 30 or whatever his jersey number is on defense, Ennis Cantor. Like these guys. Rashawn. Oh, okay. Rashawn Holmes. I'm getting towards the end. Rashawn Holmes. Well, yeah, but I've heard he's going to make 20 million this offseason. Yeah, that's, crazy. that's crazy. And uh, there's a couple of other ones. Dwight Howard, Bismack Biombo. Actually, that's both of the those guy. Are... Bring him home. Old Biz. My favorite, Boban Marjanovic. I would like to see Boban. I think he'd be a nice insurance piece. Him in a Raptors jersey would be amazing. Him yeah. and OG. Him and OG? Yes. You know that they would kick it off. That's Oh, yeah, as friends. As I, I was wondering, like, the, the tandem on the court or something. But no, half of those guys, friends. I don't even think they're better than Baines. Baines, like, he's out of his role. And I feel as if these guys would come in and they'd get the same criticism, the same flack, because they'd be playing a role that they can't live up to. And Aaron Baines, he'd be in that situation. But Riker, Riker. I have a couple more I want to throw at you. Okay? okay. A couple of still unrestricted free agents. The bowler himself, Andrew Bynum. Bring him back. NBA champion, big man, traded for Dwight Howard in his prime. Andrew Bynum. Did he not retire three years ago? I think so, but I think there was a meme going on that he might bounce back. He might come try and make a comeback to the league. No. Birdman. Miami Heat legend, Chris Anderson. <laughs> Did you see the video of him shooting hoops in a rec center? <laughs> With his sunglasses on. With his sunglasses on, he bricked two out of the three shots in the video. <clears throat> Bad. That was tough. That was tough. Or current member of the G League team, the G League Ignite, Amir Johnson. Raptors legend, the best 15 in Raptors history. Amir Johnson. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. When did he retire? Seven. He hasn't eight. retired. He's on the G League. He's in the G League right now. 13, 14. Hmm. No. But Ben, if we can't pick up any free agent centers this offseason, there are 14 available upcoming unrestricted free agent centers in the WNBA. So (laughs) two WNBA facts. (laughs) I missed one on the last podcast. So have there been any other comments? I might be a short podcast for me, Ben. I'm just riding on fumes here and just borrowed energy of course we want this to be again we're trying to get everybody through this season in high spirits because it is pretty deflating when you're watching a game like this 
it was maybe the first game in 20 games that I've watched from start to finish. And we could have broken down a real commentary about the stats and about what we saw in different play sets. And we could have complained about Nick Nurse and we could have broke down how bad Pascal Siakam was from quarter one through quarter four. Um, but, you know, end of the day, none of that stuff provides happiness. And we're just trying to put smiles on faces as a Raptors community, Ben. So, you know, Riker, this is what we're here for. Right, Death 4K brought it up. You get Matt and Jack at this point of the season to break down the game as... Right, they're not even breaking down the game at this point, but to, to at least give the, the company talk and saying, you know, they can fight back. Thursday's a very important game. Who are we playing on Thursday, Riker? Chicago. One, two games ahead of the Raptors. Actually, maybe three now. They just beat Indiana this evening. Yeah. Nikola Vucevic is going to score 400 points against us Thursday. I don't think we have a chance in that one. You you call you put Nikola Vucevic as the your number one guy for a tanking team. I think he's going to go off against us this week. So that's a that's a, a situation. Uh, you're you're getting your hair compared to Utah's in the chat. But I wanted to bring up <laughs> I, this is something I wanted to bring up Utah's hair because it kind of looked fired today. I don't know why people are flaming it. dude i thought it looked so bad you and thought that's it was hilarious. bad that's hilarious that's why i think people are comparing it to me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Bro, i thought i thought it was good what are what are people hating on the well thank the you side? yeah so everybody that's jokes on them they think they're insulting me but really <laughs> the only opinion that matters fire. yours ben yours you thought it looked good therefore you would think that mine also looks good so Bro. Your hair is fire. Oh, you know, I haven't retaliated on any of the, the roasts you gave me for my luscious locks as I've been growing it out. <laughs> for people that, because we haven't had our faces on the camera for most of the Raptors Digest history. They only know me as long, wavy hair bent. So it's a weird situation. You look like you're, you're scanning something in the chat. Yeah. Christopher Fong, who is, he's very crazy he goes back and forth between roasting us and complimenting <laughs> us he's very consistently inconsistent he said uh it looked you to look like he fell asleep at the barber <laughs> oh that comment got me yo we have another super chat riker from death 4k death 4k is currently funding the raptors digest that's all i, I think have to say. i heard somebody say well yeah that and sponsorship money and and <laughs> just straight up youtube advertisements but yep. i heard somebody say that he's death 4k is trying to just pay out aaron Payne so we can buy him before the the buyout period i think the buyout period might even be over you know let's just uh, write out Aaron Baines. This dude is helping us. But one more thing other tank teams is sitting out their stars against us. That was the choppiest, my worst performance ever reading a sentence in my life. But, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a tough time. We, we beat the Wizards, and they sat out Bradley Beal. The Lakers aren't necessarily tanking, but they didn't have any of their players. So people that are saying not to tank... Like, this is what we were bringing up on the last podcast. This is where it was going. It's not to say that we're always right, or we get most of the stuff, most of our projections right. But I think it's pretty straightforward that this team without a center is just not very good at beating not even 
good teams, like mediocre teams. We just don't do it. We just lose by significant margins seemingly every night. So that's a that's a big thing right there, Riker. I don't know. Utah got the fade for Cade cut. Fade for Cade cut. That's funny. Asin R. Ricks. I see. Sometimes I don't know if to pronounce it as like letters or ASN like... underscore R X X S X R X S S. Oh man, I can't even <laughs> exhibit exhibit X X X. Man, shout out Christopher Fung for the roast. Says the roasts are getting us through dark times. That's what we're here for, you know. Gasol ate us. I, we haven't even brought up much on the big burrito tonight. Yeah, he played really quite well. Again, it was sad to see him frustrated with the Lakers bringing in Andre Drummond. Who's better, but... Drummond or or Gasol? Who would you rather have? Drummond. Really? Yeah, of course. You're like an anti-Drummond guy, though. Yeah, but if I'm the Lakers front office and I already have two of the top two best players in the NBA and all you need is an interior defender and offensive rebounder, of course you're going to bring in Andre Drummond. Yeah, fair, but I don't know. Gasol's passing. He hits some shots. He does all those little things. I guess the the defense is uh, is tough. People are roasting Gasol. Imagine how much yeah. flame. Marcus Gasol's okay, Brooke, would be I, I got to cut you off. Brooke Johans. We blocked, we've already blocked somebody from Ben. He just pulled out the hard, you're banned. And so I don't want you to suffer the same fate. Stop spamming. Stop yeah. spamming. Yeah, we don't need spam. We still got to get a, we still got to get a moderator. We've been slacking on all the side things. We've been, uh, I've been, I've been behind. You've been in wor- doing work. I've been doing school. So we're just excited to, to get all this stuff rocking. But uh, I think it's time to play ourselves out play ourselves out but you just put on the walmart hat i feel like you got something to say with the walmart no i don't i don't (laughs) yeah well anyways guys it's that time of year (laughs) we're not even that close to the end of the season you brought something up quickly before we sounded off how many games do we have left 21 games left now that's a lot of tanking that's a lot of time that's a lot of losing potentially for the toronto raptors so Definitely stay with the channel or rock out. But Riker, we did have a super chat as I, as we try to close things off. And it's from Dre. Dre's came in with a few super chats and said, What's worse, Utah's haircut or OG's wrestling career? And the thing about it is, you're asking what's worse. But that's like asking what's worse between, I don't know, what are two good things? Ice cream I, I, and burgers. I don't know. They're both They're both solid things. You know, OG's wrestling career, I feel like he could go out there. Who's who's your favorite WWE wrestler, Riker? Uh, I used to watch a little bit of it back when I was probably ten years old, and at that time, Undertaker was in the league. Kane, I think that was like his arch nemesis, or maybe his half brother or something. Rey Mysterio, John Cena, Triple H. I know a surprising yeah. amount of wrestlers from that era could not list off a single one that exists right now you're not a fan of uh of the fiend he's like the current no. new guy but listen i don't think that they are pretty tall but i don't know if they're that tall if you put six foot seven six foot eight og who's built like he oh, is he'd be the wwe he'd be, oh yeah i think uh because brock lesnar is the guy he's the main guy now i think i he's i again i know a bunch of brock lesnar is back again yeah no he was because he was a little bit before our time wasn't it 
he was, yeah he was like and then he and when... then he came back to the ufc yeah. and he actually did like a little stint there and yeah. he's a big man he was actually a collegiate uh national wrestling champion he was an absolute monster in wrestling and he's just carved him like actual wrestling yeah he's yeah, carved yeah. himself hey, out a nifty career wwe is is the real real show around i don't know i was a big jeff hardy guy i i, I followed wrestling intensely for oh but was years. jeff hardy his like his brother on the show was cm punk wasn't it no, no, no his brother is matt hardy like his pro like i think they're actual biological brothers oh. and then CM, Did punk, cm punk have a partner i think he well they all have tag teams right like this is becoming yeah, who was cm punk's tag team was it hardy no, he retired Hardy at one point, but Hardy's back now. You know all the storylines. He had to go to sleep. He once, uh, he called out, like, with the pipe bomb or something. During quarantine, I caught up on all the wrestling stuff I missed over the 10 years on these Facebook videos. So that's where we're at right now. You know, <laughs> this is where we're at. Didn't Carl Malone step into a WWF ring? WWF is way before us, Riker. Yeah, and if you celebrate the life and times of one Dennis Rodman, I believe that he did some sort of WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan, and he had a crazy, insane life. But there has been crossover between mm -hmm. NBA and WWE, and yeah, that's where we're at. Everybody is. I I feel like every I feel like wrestling culture and basketball culture are a little bit more similar than maybe we would give it credit for. Like I, I feel like everybody watches fun. NBA. It's fun. Yeah, people people hate on it. I think you go through a phase with WWE. As a kid, you're you're all about it, right? It is it's it's your life. You see it, and it's like, damn, these guys these guys are wild. Then you hit fourteen. You're like, oh, WWE. It's fake. All that cool stuff. I like I like real stuff. Then you then you get a little bit older, and you're you're just back on the bandwagon. So even if you don't follow it intensely, you just appreciate it. But We've gone off the rails with a with a WWE <laughs> WWE takes Riker. I don't know if you see any other. No, nah, let's try and get this off by twelve thirty and to bed. And as somebody once said, "Good night, Jim Kite." <laughs> I'm saying it here. Yeah, you guys are the best to make this far. If I don't get cut off with a super chat in the middle, which we would appreciate, we appreciate all the super chats. But uh, we. Uh, yeah, you guys are the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Raptors Digest on TikTok. Post the one today. Tyson's been back with a fire, fire Gary Trent Jr. game winner video edit. Check that out. Uh, Raptors Digest, I'll see All that cool stuff. Riker, I'm going to pass out as soon as this animation hits. Apologize if my head hits the keyboard, but you guys are the best. We appreciate the love. You have any last words, Riker? That's it, Ben. Cheers.